Friday edition of the show. We were going to have just a straight preview of Sabres and Blues, but we're going to skip that in the name of all these trade rumors that are surrounding the Sabres. We'll get to all of them, and there are multiple, coming up here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've got a lot to get to on today's show. It just kind of all came in at once, like a Friday news dump. We have got multiple trade rumors involving the Buffalo Sabres, enough to have one each segment. So that's what we're going to do on today's show. You can check us out on our YouTube channel. Be sure to like and subscribe us there. You can join our Locked on Sabres text line as well by going to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Sabres. You sign up there and you can text with us the rest of the way, including tomorrow's game, 1 o'clock against the St. Louis Blues. Not much to get to on Sabres and Blues. The lines were exactly the same at Friday's practice. We've talked. We've talked about the state of the team. Um, we can. We can talk more about the Tage Thompson trade another day because there's a lot of trade rumors to get to on today's episode. We will go through Casey Middlestat, a potential goalie trade that we had in the media uh, today, and also a player that does not really excite me, but. We had a major reporter talking about the Sabres and this player, uh, Philadelphia's Scott Lawton, that I want to get to in the third segment. My thoughts, I'll expand on them, but the most recent text in our Locked on Sabres text line uh, is just simply put three words, Scott Lawton stinks. And I'll expand on that in the third segment of today's show if you don't know a lot about the player. It's not a guy that wouldn't help the Sabres at all. It just doesn't excite me. I'll get to that later. Let's start, though, with something I don't really like doing. I don't like stealing topics from other podcasts if I can avoid it. But today's a day where it's pretty juicy, and it's pretty important, I think, to jump in here. So at the risk of copying another show's topic, I do want to talk about what both The guys on 32 Thoughts talked about today with Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman. And I also want to talk about what Andrew Peters said on the Around the Whistle podcast that he does with Craig Reve. And what Peters said is where we're going to start today. He said that a source told him that Kevin Adams is shopping Casey Middlestat. And this is beyond us just wondering if he could be available, wondering if he could be traded because it had been reported multiple times uh, that, and Adams had even said it on WGR Sports Radio 550, that they have not talked to Casey Middlestat about a contract extension. Friedman also talked about Middlestat today, but Peters is the one who said Adams is shopping Middlestat. Now, What I want to pass along, if you didn't hear it, is what Friedman then said about it, where he didn't say the exact same thing, but sounded like it's not wrong what Peter said. He did say 
quote, if you're not going to pay him, you probably have to trade him because he'll be unhappy. And that's right. Think about it if you're Casey Middlestat and you've watched your team, your organization, that by the way, the team you've been with longer than all of these guys. When did Tage Thompson and Rasmus Dahlin arrive? They got here in 2018. When did And they got paid seven-year contracts. When did Dylan Cousins arrive? Cousins didn't debut with the Sabres until 2021. He got paid. When did Owen Power get paid? This offseason after debuting last year. Samuelson, two years ago, after only 54 games. Think of that if you're Casey Middlestat. You paid this um this this dude, well swore. This dude a 7-year contract after 54 freaking games. And I've been on this team since 2017 and have played 327 games for you. And you're not going to pay me if the Sabers get to a point where they've made it clear to Middlestat they have no intention of signing him to a long-term contract extension. This is not even me saying that Millsat would be a bad guy by doing this, but it would be completely understandable for him to not be happy with that situation. He is on a team that is the worst team to play for probably in the sport right now. Maybe the Coyotes are number one because of how bad the arena is. Uh, it's college rank. Um, but one of the worst teams to play for in the league. No success whatsoever. And... You've watched all your buddies get paid. You've been there the longest, and you're also the leading scorer on the team, and you're the guy they're not going to pay. If you're middle stat, you probably would say, all right, well, what are we doing here? Get me out of here. Trade me now. What? What? I don't know what else you need me to do. I've, I've developed for you. I've progressed for you. You don't want to pay me. That's fine, but let's let's move on then. That, to me, is the situation that happens if Middlestat gets it made clear to him that they don't intend to sign him. Not a bad thing by anybody. I'm not criticizing the Sabres for that. I think it's completely respectable, the idea of trading Middlestat right now. I'm getting to a place where I think it's inevitable, and I think it's kind of a good idea at this point to trade Middlestat. I don't believe this core group of players deserves to have 100% of them get paid. Somebody has got to fall on the sword. Somebody has got to be moved on from in the name of trying to get better. And Middlestat just happens to be the last guy they haven't paid. So to me, that's that's the guy you pick. It's their own doing. They decided to pay all the rest of them. So that's where you're at right now with Middlestat. But just once again, to point out, I'm not trading him for picks and prospects. That would be unbelievably dumb. I would can't believe that the Sabres would do that. I'm starting to believe more and more, by the way, Sabres would not do that, that they do understand the place they're in. And Friedman talked about this too, that he mentioned talking to somebody in Buffalo that they understand as a franchise, they cannot reasonably ask for any more patience from the fans. It would be completely unfair. And they, if they asked for it, they wouldn't get it. They know patience meter is empty. It's zero. You're getting the tanks empty. You're getting nothing else in terms of patience. So Friedman's saying that the guys he talks to are usually in the league. So I'm to believe if that guy is saying it, that 
I have some reason to believe the team gets it too. And that's following up, by the way, the other day when Friedman said that the Sabres should be looking for a prospect for player type of trade, moving on from some, some of these picks and prospects. So I wonder right now if what is happening behind the scenes, you got Peters today saying they're shopping middle set, that they're searching. They are searching North America right now, team by team, city by city. They're looking for the deal that sends Middlestat and something else away to get something better in return. And maybe they find nothing. Maybe they don't find a player like that available. Maybe they don't find a player like that available that also wants to come to Buffalo or would accept coming to Buffalo. But that's where I'm at. I am now on February 9th. I have mentally checked in to room their trading middle stat that they're not going to pay him. And my belief at this point in time, reading all between the lines and hearing the different reports and rumors and hearing from Adams, hearing from middle stat on the two sides, not talking. I'm putting that all together in my own head to believe that they're not going to pay middle stat. They're going to trade him. That does not have to be by the deadline. But I think it could be by the deadline. If not, I think you're thinking this offseason, probably. That's where we're at with Middlestat. Now, one thing that Peter said following up on his rumor report, whatever he would want to call it, that Adams is shopping Middlestat, he mentioned a position that I was not expecting to hear that the Sabres are looking for right now. It relates to the show I just did yesterday. That's coming up here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Stay tuned for that. We are presented by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, patience, what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicles and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Give your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Back here on the Locked On Savers podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Your next listen should be Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube, and you can now find it as well on Amazon fire tv you got the big game coming on sunday the chiefs and the 49ers they're talking all about it with the local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league find locked on sports today on amazon fire tv andrew peters craig Gervais, they do a great job with the after the whistle podcast Elliot friedman jeff merrick they do a great job with the 32 thoughts podcast those two podcasts, shout out to them because they have provided us with some juicy content, rumors, and reports on this Friday ahead of a weekend where the Sabres will meet the St. Louis Blues. So let's go back to what Andrew was talking about on After the Whistle. He said, after mentioning Middlestat as being shopped, said 
on the Sabres, they're looking for a goalie. They don't trust the three that they have. They're looking for a goalie. They're looking for a number one goaltender is the way it sounded to me. So then Peter said one name. He mentioned a name in particular, John Gibson. Let's get circle back to this. We've talked about John Gibson before. I'll probably do a full show breaking down that as an idea coming up next week. Gibson, again, we've talked about him before, so you give you the cliff notes because this is a review. John Gibson is a big contract. He is 30 years old. He has a modified no trade clause, which which would he submits a 10 team no trade list. I would almost guarantee, I would bet everything I own on one of the 10 teams on his list is the Buffalo Sabres. So you'd have to do a little bit of a sales pitch. I think if you wanted to go down this road to make him feel comfortable coming to Buffalo, he's got after this year, three more years on his contract at $6.4 million. He, this season has a 601 or 601. Geez, that would be terrible. A 901 safe percentage on a very bad Ducks team. His advanced stats, goals saved above expected, out of the 67 goalies that have played 10 or more games this year. Gibson is 29th. Literally one spot below Ukapekalukanen. And it's basically the same. It's .179 per 60 for Lukanen, .177 for Gibson. Basically the same production. But one guy is six years older. And one guy is a lot more expensive. It's interesting to me the Sabres would be in the market for a goalie at all. Um, That, I guess, though, would lend itself to the show I just did on cashing in and selling high on Ukapekalukanen. What I expected... A lot of, and I got some of from our our listeners on our text line and tweeters and you know others. When I was going to talk Lucan in trade, was most people are going to hate this. Most people are going to be against this. Most people are going to think I'm crazy, just trying to stir things up, be clickbaity or whatever. I legitimately thought it was interesting and there was real merit to it. And what I've gotten in the last 24 hours is a lot of no, there's some logic here and. Now I've got something that makes me think they might even be thinking it. The Sabres might even be already ahead of me thinking about this idea. Because if they're looking for a number one goaltender, and I got Peter saying they don't trust the three guys they have, that sounds to me like the Sabres and Kevin Adams might like Okapekaluka and fine, but they don't think this is they, – they're not convinced this is going to be Lucan in every year. The year he's having right now, I said it yesterday, this would be the time to cash in because you might expect some regression next year. Well, I don't like the John Gibson idea, for instance. Gibson hasn't been a great goaltender in like four or five years. I don't need that. I don't like that contract either. Too expensive for me. So I don't like that for Lukanen. The Lukanen idea for me is still getting defensemen. But interesting at all that they would be even sniffing around 
in the goalie market. Kapo Kakinen is available out in San Jose. Jacob Markstrom is available in Calgary. Um, who else? Marc-Andre Fleury is available, uh, but in Minnesota, but I don't, I mean, that that's a rental. I don't think that makes any sense for the Sabres. Um, there are other guys available, but those are the big names that you would find right now if you were to sc- scour the market. But I I wonder what they'll do. That doesn't sound to me like a team that's ready to pay Ukepekalukkanen, right? That's his, that's its own contract situation uh, separate from Middlestat. But maybe it's both. Maybe all of this, Middlestat being shopped, looking for a different goaltender, if that's all true, maybe this sounds a lot like they aren't going to make a GM change. Maybe they're not planning on making a coach change, but they also don't want to just run back the same group. They know, I'm sure, especially the fans would hate that to run back the same group. So they are committed to making real change on the roster. And real change on the roster, I think, begins and ends with those two players, Middlestat and Lukanen, because their contracts are up and they haven't paid them yet. You're not doing it with Samuelson or any of these other guys that have been paid. Skinner's untradeable, and the other guys aren't worth enough. Oposo, Gergensen's, the rest. The two guys that are worth something that would mean real change, you would get something back, and you don't have to pay long-term, it's Lukanen and Middlestat. So I guess this really shouldn't be the most surprising thing that we hear this morning. Both of these guys, we have to start questioning their futures with the team. Despite the fact that I, they're the best two players all year, Lukanen and Middlestat, I think have been their two most rock-solid players all year. That doesn't mean you have to hold on to them forever, though. It means their values at their highest. Maybe that's how the Sabres are thinking. When we come back, a specific player in the league, Scott Lawton of the Philadelphia Flyers, was mentioned with the Sabres in mind today. We'll talk about him as a trade idea, and I'll tell you why I don't like it. He is a not exciting idea to me at all. But we'll get into the player. I'll tell you why, even if they did do it, he would help them. I just, again, can't get too excited for it. Back after this on the Locked On Sabres podcast, we are presented by Indeed. We, uh, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Indeed doesn't just help you hire fast. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility and indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on right now. Support our show by saying that you heard about indeed here on the locked on savers podcast indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. Today's episode is also brought to you by Robin hood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA. Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, right now through April 30th, 
Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now... For some quick legal info, claim as of quarter one, 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. Back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. I'm getting good. I'm getting good with that quick uh, uh, stuff at the end of those uh, those reads. Uh, we got the Sabres with the Blues. One o'clock against the Blues on Saturday afternoon at KeyBank Center. So one last trade rumor to get to. We talked about middle stat. We talked about the Sabres' potential interest in the goalie market, which is not something I was expecting to talk about again today. How about a specific name? that Jeff Merrick of Sportsnet said could make sense for the Sabres and is available. This guy's been available, I guess, since the summer, still is. Scott Lawton of the Philadelphia Flyers. If you're a diehard hockey fan, you know who this is. If you're just a casual Sabre fan, you've maybe seen him around the league here and there. He has been more of a middle six, really more so a third line player for the Philadelphia Flyers for now over a decade. This guy's been with the Flyers since 2012-13. Only the second year after they played the Sabres in the playoffs, this guy's been on the team for a long, long time. In 571 games for Philadelphia, 87 goals, 219 points. He is 29 years old. Next year will be his age 30 season. He has got two years left on his deal at $3 million per year. It's not just Merrick, by the way. Daily faceoff. Um, Frank Saravelli has Lawton ranked number five on their trade board heading into the trade deadline this uh, uh, coming March. Last year, Scott Lawton, career highs offensively. And they're not the most impressive stats, so brace yourself. This was, in a 10-year career, a career high. 18 goals, 25 assists, 43 points, playing 18 minutes a night. That's the best he's ever done. His second highest up until last year was 32 points, and he had never scored more than 13 goals. So for the most part, we're talking 10 to 15 goals, 25 to 30 points. That's more so what you're getting. Now, what you might be thinking is, okay, well, third liner, he's 6'1". You know, he's not small. He's not big either. 6'1", 190. And Merrick called him a... Um, oh, what was the exact word? Not a not a, a grinder player, a snarl. A bit more snarl and veteran presence. He's a leader in that Philly locker room, reading some about him. Like, he sometimes is treated like the de facto captain uh, on that team. He's very much ingrained in that area, which I don't care about. And I don't think the Sabres need any more of. They made enough decisions based on stuff like that in the past. I don't need that at all in my life with, this, with an idea like this. You might be thinking, okay, veteran? Leader, snarl, been on a team for 10 years without scoring, you know, more than 15 goals more than once. You might be thinking, well, he must be a really good shutdown player, right? Good defensive player. 
Uh, the advanced numbers don't say so. I, I, we could get more ingrained in this with, you know, different Flyers reporters, and I ha- can get into that coming up if we ever need to dive into this more. But I'm going to look at the advanced numbers for today. And what do we have there? Uh, 25 percentile defensively uh, at Andy and Rono stats. Okay, that's not very good. That was last year. 25th percentile for defensive impact. What about this year? 14th percentile for defensive impact. Last year, his offensive impact in his transition game was fine. 50% for offense, 50th percentile, and 46th percentile for transition. Not that bad. Career highs might be why. This year, rock bottom. Rock bottom for a lot of the advanced numbers, at least. I've not been watching the Flyers every night. I can't tell you from my own eyes if this is true, but I'll tell you what the numbers are for the, for this, just the percentile stuff. Offensive impact this year, 15th percentile. Transition game, zero. Zero. There might not be many players worse in the league right now. He kind of reminds me of Vladimir Sabatka, if I can be very, you know, at least Sabatka, I guess, was good defensively. But just a guy that plays in your bottom six that's been in the league for a really long time, had like one good offensive season, and you just don't know why he's still in the lineup. That is something poking around with different Flyers people that I found very quickly is that they don't know why like Morgan Frost was getting scratched, a good young player earlier in the year. Morgan Frost was getting scratched, making some impact. And Scott Lawton was the guy that was being pointed to as, how the hell is he still out there? Over Morgan Frost. Morgan Frost, by the way, first round pick a couple of years ago, not that young, 24, but kind of that sentiment. Why is Lawton in the lineup? Is he only in there because of his his uh, his locker room presence? When I start seeing questions like that on another team, and then I see the Sabres maybe trading for him or like the idea of trading for him, I just no, no, thank you. It sounds like I'm signing up for two more years of Kyle Poso again. And this is it for a Poso. Get get out of that and clear the decks in the bottom for some youth and then upgrade the middle and the top with another proven score. That's the move. Don't block Kulik with Scott Lawton. Don't block, don't make that. If you're going to make one big veteran move at forward, because we've talked about forward, it's busy. There's a lot of names that need opportunities. You can't make five additions at forward. You can't make three even. You probably get one significant forward acquisition between now and the start of next season. If they trade middle stat, then maybe two. And making one of those Scott Lawton just does not appeal to me whatsoever. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the age even. Two-year deal, who cares? I just don't think he's a very good hockey player. And I don't think he makes the Sabres any better. I, you know, maybe he makes them slightly better because he played instead of like Victor Olofsson uh, on on some nights, but not a move that I necessarily like. Snarl? Ugh. All right, sure. You know what? I'm so at a place, though, a dark place with this team, and they do have a lot of kids and a lot of youth that I hear that, and my instinct, my gut wants to scream out and say, you idiot. They don't need snarl. They need talent. That's what they need. They're not good because they're not as talented as you think. Get snarl out of my face. I'm at such a dark place with this team that 
my own inhibitions, I'm ready to just throw out the window. You want Snarl? Fine. Try it. Whatever. At this point. Try it. I don't know. Become the snarliest team in the league and see if that works. This is how I've kind of arrived with goaltender. I, in my core, do not believe in in acquiring and paying top goaltenders, investing in it. I don't think that's how you win in today's NHL. I think it's almost like running back in the NFL where I can get away with doing it cheaply. Teams do it all the time. This offseason, I told you, like, go get Counter Hellebuck. It's so against everything I believe in for goaltenders, but it's 13 years. You haven't tried that yet. Go get the star goalie and see if that works. Go pay him $9 million a year. Anything. So, I w- you know, if they traded for Scott Lawton tomorrow, I-, I might have to arrive at a place of, well, okay, we'll see. Let's see, let's see what Snarl does uh, on this team. So that's what you're looking at for a player that is on the market and he's going to get traded probably somewhere. And, hey, maybe that ends up being the Buffalo Sabres. So that's what we got. Middlestat, goalie, John Gibson, maybe, and Scott Lawton. A lot of trade rumors uh, heading into the weekend to think about if you're a Sabres fan. If you've got a thought on all three of these, what do you think about the Middlestat stuff? What do you think about John Gibson as an idea again? I know we'll do more expanding on that next week. And Scott Lawton, does anybody want to defend that idea? If you're out there, let me know what you think. You can hit up our text line, joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnSabers. You can hit me up on Twitter at Sneaky Joe Sports, and our YouTube channel is always open to you as well. All right, you're done with us, so you got time now. You got the big game on Sunday. You got a couple of days. Go check out Lockdown Sports today. Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes. Well, that's just a lot of fun stuff heading into Sunday. Commercials and more. Have a uh, fun Super Bowl. Enjoy Sabres and Blues on Saturday. And please let us be talking about a win on Monday. Please let us be talking about a win on Monday. One o'clock puck drop, Key Bank Center on Saturday. Thanks for listening to the Lockdown Sabres podcast and making us your first listen every day. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.